On today's episode of Ordinary to Extraordinary, Ben and I are going to be talking about friendship. Trying something a little bit different here with the intro as well. So it's just me. No Ben yet. He's either going to love this or hate this. Uh, also get to pick one of my favourite hip-hop songs as the background music here. So we talk about good, bad, toxic, empowering friendships and everything in between. Going to talk about how some are seasonal. Going to talk about phases of our lives and how friends come and go. Uh, basic criteria, what positive and negative influences friends can have on us. And we go off on all kinds of tangents as well. So, thanks for joining us. Going to get over to the episode now. Are you ready to rumble? <laughs> I really wish I hadn't pressed record yet. That's what friendship is for, Stephen. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) That's what friends are for. Are we friends? No. We're going to talk about that. Or are we acquaintances? Did you look at my first line? No, I thought (laughs) I talked about this this morning on the phone Mm -hmm. with you. You said you were going to talk about your 2 a.m. friends versus friends. No, I've got three categories. I've even got a couple, yeah. I call them different things. So... In case cool. you guys hadn't picked up on it, we cool, might cool. be talking about friendship today. Friends, friends, friends. And how to end friendships, and how to start friendships, and yeah, basically I'm trying to break up with Ben. Thank God. See, there's times in friendships where you <laughs> feel so much just sympathy for someone that you don't tell them to pound sand, right? So pff, you stick around until they let you go. Yeah. This might be my lucky day. Well, welcome to Ordinary Extraordinary. I'm Stephen Brown, and this is my American friend, Ben Quinn. <laughs> and, and until the next time, <laughs> be good to yourselves and to each other. <laughs> You're the one that usually steals lines. I, I figured I'd steal your line. I know. What the heck? Yeah. That's my line, you crazy Scotsman. Well, we are solidly into January here of 2021. So far, the world has not blown up or caught fire or anything like that. My wife got vaccinated last Friday. Well, that's cool. Yeah, I don't know if I'm supposed to say that or not, but she's a healthcare provider. She shouldn't have hair, or is anything growing where it shouldn't grow? No, so far we're good. So far we're good. We'll we'll see with with the second round here what how it all goes. But she didn't get sick or anything. She didn't feel. No, she said she felt like you got punched in the arm. I don't know why you, like, why that's Stephen's making weird faces over here. I was trying to picture that. You're actually the only person that's punched me in the arm for the last 15, 20 years. You probably said something stupid. Probably, but it doesn't <laughs> mean that you should punch me in the arm. Um, we're back in the old spot. We're in the little cozy green room. I think this is where we're going to record from now on. Yeah, we were back in the original recording studio here. Mm-hmm. And it's been soundproofed. It's been soundproofed. It's now... Well, it was green when we recorded here last, I guess, but it's still hot as hell. I had a plan. I don't know why these guys can't afford to put in freaking proper ductwork. Yeah, I had a plan actually to record this one on the video, but I have not had a minute to scratch my balls today. Never mind set something up, so. Oh, not like Zoom, but like you wanted to set up the little cameras? Yeah, yeah. I've got the tripods and multiple cameras. And cool. Cool. Well, I hope everybody's uh, mental state is well. I mean, we're stuff's opening up. You know, Joe Biden got elected, so now we get to go out and eat again. And uh, restaurants are opening. California opened today. Their stay home order is, is no it, longer. Is it ridiculous that 
And this I'm is just, I know this is I this just is, had to say it because I know it gets you all this bothered. This is in no way, shape, or form political <laughs> for me at this point. I don't care if you are Democrat, Republican, or anything in between. Draft or rhino, even further right or left in those things. But for one week after the, so we're having the worst death toll days for this virus that we've had, and one week after the like after the inauguration. We're talking about opening up cities that have basically cities and states that have refused to do so, despite having better numbers than they do now. So yeah. You, so this is totally off topic, but do you want to know something interesting right now? So Nancy Pelosi is under fire. I don't know if you saw this right now. She should just be fired. No, different. Not not for the things that you're referring to. So Nancy Pelosi is under fire now because there's some legislation coming down that would benefit Apple, Amazon, Facebook, a lot of these companies, right? Kind of the Fang stocks, if you will. And she went and traded her her brokerage account, which technically is legal for uh, them to do. Like they can go and trade. Get this: politicians, depending on their they rankings, can, can trade ahead trading. of legislation. Yeah, they can do insider trading, and it's legal. They can trade ahead of legislation, which to me is the most crooked thing ever that they've exempted themselves from insider trading laws. Yeah, you heard that correctly. But so she went and she went and traded her account to benefit uh, in her favor. You know. On Facebook, mm-hmm. uh, Facebook, Amazon, I can't remember. There was two others, Apple and something else. But how crooked is that? The fact that stuff like that is happening, it's like, really? Ugh. Two things happened in the last week which really, really upset me. And, you know, for six months now, anybody that didn't know my stance on this stuff, Adrian's trying to call me. Um, Go away, Adrian. <laughs> for anybody that didn't know where I stood on this, I wanted things to open up safely, right? I wasn't anti-mask. I wasn't a conspiracy theorist. Or this doesn't exist. The things I was saying was, look, I don't think we're reporting numbers. I was looking at data. I was like, I don't think we're reporting numbers. Well, the CDC and World Health Organization, again, one week, less than one week after the inauguration, have changed the criteria for a positive test to count. So I saw that. Now, That's a little screwy. Here, here are the three things that have to happen. Test one, positive. Test two, positive. Both have to be administered by a health professional. And, and this is the kicker, you must show clinical symptoms of COVID-19. So two positive tests plus a clinical symptom. So anybody who's asymptomatic will no longer yeah. be counted? So not only have we been working off of this old model for the last year basically now we're like hey but we're going to lower what so now you're going to see a huge drop yeah, in we've, cases yeah we've changed the rules we've of the game counting cases and it's yeah. like oh okay so maybe I wasn't a lunatic and all the people that were getting called lunatics and and theorists or, or, or conspiracy theorists I couldn't get that out there maybe we're not crazy maybe we were when, when I was saying it was political Maybe it was political. Just saying. Yeah, uh, the the timing is all too uh, questionable. Yeah, so that's the first thing that happened, right? They changed the criteria for that. The second thing that happened, which, again, just blows my mind. Now we've got a new president, and he's just reinforced or reenacted uh, bans from certain countries coming in to this country, which... Directly affects me. My parents were supposed to visit last year, couldn't. Was hoping they yeah. could visit this year. They're probably not going to be able to. 
Can you go visit though? I could get out and get in, but I mean, I've got a quarantine each side of it, supposedly. Oh dear. Yeah, like two weeks there and two weeks here. So basically take a month of my life and throw it away with the last nine that's already been taken from me. Not to be dramatic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So So anyway, if you were wondering about friendship and why Stephen and I are friends, it's because we agree on a lot of things, but we also agree to disagree on a lot of things. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But... So let's kick it off. We're talking about friendship today. This was Steven's topic. I don't know how he came up with this idea, so I'm kind of interested to know how he came up with this idea. I told you I'm trying to break up with you. Okay. Well, then fine. Can I go now? (laughs) (laughs) Podcast I I, I got a lot of shit to do. Can I go? (laughs) Well, no, I've been thinking. So you're going to laugh at this. So the Packers lost in the playoffs yesterday, NFC Championship game. We won't get into the specifics, but there was a lot of uh, things that contrived to, to end in defeat. But before, all day Saturday, all day Sunday, I was reaching out to people like, hey, well, I knew you were on the mountain or yeah. busy. And I'm reaching out to people like, you want to watch the game? And I was like, oh, I'll get this going on. Some people were working. Some people were out of town. Some people were, you know, doing weird family stuff, like actually hanging out with their family. Um, <laughs> weird family stuff. <laughs> I'm joking. But basically, in a day and a half, I couldn't find anybody to watch the Packer game with. So I ended up watching it on my own which is just it's still with Packers and it's cool but I was like Jesus I know a lot of people I've got a lot of acquaintances a lot of friends I even reached out to some acquaintances I'm like why the hell can I not find anybody and I'm <laughs> starting to check if I smell you know but it got me thinking deeper yesterday that's funny when I was editing the podcast that went live today I was like that may be a good thing to talk about not necessarily not having anybody to do anything with but yeah. just evaluating like who are your friends who and and I've got the, in my notes, I've got three criteria. I think I mentioned that. Already. For friendship? So I've got my, uh, yeah. I've criteria got, or tiers? Uh, kind of tiers. Okay, so I have similar things. I've got acquaintances, right? So yep. They're not they're friends. friends. They're just. They they're could people. be. Yeah, they can grow. So and, and that's the thing. All of this is interchangeable. Phases. Yeah. Um, but I want to talk about that too. Yeah, but we'll get to it because I know you've got a whole page of notes there that you yeah. have to recreate because you forgot your actual notes. I did so, in the office. Yeah. Um, I'm looking for my notes. So first one is acquaintances. Yep. Second one is friends, mm-hmm. and the third one is your two AM crew. And so you, you I've, yeah. have I talked about two AM crew before? You have talked about two AM crew so before. I think it was only like within the last month or two you talked yeah. about two AM crew. So the two AM crew are people that you, not only you think will answer, not only that you think might have. The, the means to help you, and I don't just mean financial means, I mean everything from yeah. wherewithal. And, um, but then that you feel comfortable reaching out to 2 a.m. and saying, hey, I fucked up. That's because your help. You, you said I was in your 2 a.m. crew. Do you remember why you said that? Because you might be one of the few that might have the money to bail me <laughs> <Yeah>. out. Because <laughs> if I'm going to jail, I'm going to jail for Yeah, because it's going to be a big bail. <laughs> That bond is going to be set pretty high, pretty high. But I actually had a very similar thing. I had friends versus acquaintances, something I wanted to talk about and differentiate. But then I also had under friends, your best friends, and then like your quarterly friends. <laughs> so the friends you might get together with quarterly or just like in a social, in a group, like you only hang out together in a group, right? And then there's the friends that like every weekend, every other weekend, you're getting together for dinner or drinks with them, right? So I, I mean, mine's almost broken down into a time thing. It's like... Weekend every other weekend, quarterly friends or acquaintances probably are the ones that are just social event friends, mm-hmm. you could say. I would even throw in another kind of little dimension there that seasonal friends. 
I have my other things I've written down is phases. Yeah. So yeah. Seasonal phases. Yeah. So like for me, like seasonal can mean like I see people in the summer that I don't see through the winter. Totally. We play golf together. Totally. I have lake friends. Yeah. I see more during the summer because we're all at the lake together, mm-hmm. right? So. So you know what's okay about this all too, and like there was a period of time I'm just gonna share like a struggle that I had, where I remember Laura and I talking about this. Like we were trying to. T- like I don't mean to ooh, touch like touch all of our friends like be cognizant of who we were meeting with and how often we were seeing them so that they felt Watches valued and fish bowls and stuff like swinging yeah parties. keys keys yeah no yeah don't get too excited there Stephen <laughs> no that. we were trying to make sure that we were like giving time to each of our friends you know the groups of people that we th- at least thought were our friends and so it was like we would go months without seeing some friends that were actually like the people we should have been hanging out with and that we'd like to hang out with. And then the other ones were never reciprocating, but these were the people that were reciprocating back to us. And we weren't hanging out with them as much because like, oh, well, we got plans this weekend with, you know, so-and-so and so-and-so, the people that we always reach out to and set media, like our get-togethers with or dinner that never call us to set the get-togethers or dinner, right? So you're like, well, you obviously don't have much of an interest in hanging out with us because or else you would call and schedule something. Like, And if we've been doing that the last couple of years and you don't reciprocate, then why do we keep trying to invest into something that we see as a friendship when really it should just be an acquaintance, right? And that you're cordial and kind to each other when you see each other in public and you say hello. Mm-hmm. So I remember Laura and I like almost went through a list. Like here's the people that we hang out with. Here's the people that reciprocate. And here's the people that don't reciprocate. And the ones that don't reciprocate, we're done calling and we're done scheduling with them. If they call and they were like, hey, we haven't seen you in a while. Let's get together for dinner. Then great, we'll schedule with them. And, like, and we'll get together and we'll enjoy each other's company and we'll reciprocate back again. Mm-hmm. But if they don't, then maybe we'll see in a group setting. We'll see you on the sidewalks. We'll say hello. But that way we were able to you know, give more time and attention to those friendships and those relationships that we have with people that actually want to be <laughs> our mm-hmm. friends, our close friends. Yeah, and that's that's the transitional nature of it, right? There's people that you might spend every weekend with and then life happens and you might not see each other for a while, but then yep. you pick up where you left off as well yeah. sometimes. Um, and it's okay. It's okay to have transitional periods with friends where we're not going to see you much. You know what? And I would even say to your definition of your 2 a.m. crew, I think some of your 2 a.m. crew are actually the people you probably don't even hang out with as much, mm-hmm. right? They're the people that have always been there through the thick and the thin, and they're not always going to be able to available to hang out on a Saturday. Yeah. Like you and I don't hang out on the weekends all the time, but I know that if I call you at 2 a.m. and be like, dude, I'm stuck in the side of the road between here and Ritzville, like you'd jump in your car and come get me. I send an Uber. <laughs> and go back to sleep. <laughs> you, you, you just send an Uber out. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. So he's not my 2 a.m. crew. He's my yeah. 5 a.m. crew, Says I guess. Says Muhammad will be there in an hour and a half. <laughs> Says Muhammad. That's the guy I always get when I do Uber. It's the same yeah. guy. I think he sits in Kendall Yard. Maybe. And his name's Muhammad. That was in Does he drive like a Scion, too, or something? Um, he they drives, all drive like these tiny cars that I Nissan get. Nissan Rogue. Okay, it's the little SUV. Basically drives a, yeah. a girl's SUV, yeah. That's what Kaylee Pop drives. Is it? Yep, Nissan Rogue. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Nissan Rogue. So I would say this as well. I think One of our good friends. People end up being friends with their family. But yeah. I will say this, that not because of, basically because of a proximity thing, none of my family are my 2AM crew. Because the closest well, yeah. person is in Chicago. 
Now, it doesn't mean that I'm not going to lean on them and, and ask them to help me through like a friend would, but, yeah, I, I mean... Well, and it could be emotional 2 a.m. Yeah. crew, right? Like, not mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily need to be literal 2 a.m. Come pick me up from the, uh, the yeah. we keep prison. Go, we keep going to jail and bail, but obviously the 2 a.m. crew is more than that. Yeah. It can be that, you know, you're in a bad place. That you totally. Just wanna, maybe you're having a really bad time. Well, there was a... I remember it was a few summers ago, right? And I was just burnt out. And it was like, Stephen, let's take the day and go to the lake and like walk around Coeur d'Alene. We went and had lunch and a few drinks at Coeur d'Alene and walked to the beach, like talking about, like, sounds really kind of gay, but it wasn't. Just talking about, I'm sorry, I probably, tr- I, I just, I, I, that was your hand? <laughs> <laughs> I think what's best about this podcast is how quick we are sometimes, <laughs> like just without skipping a beat. That was your hand? Huh. Are you giving yourself kudos for your own joke? Yeah. They're not funny when you do that. I thought it was. And you laughed. All right. Finish your story. <laughs> I can't. Oh, but it's like to those times, right? That your 2 a.m. crew being just like, hey, can you cancel what's going on? Like, I just got, I, I'm just done. I need to go for a walk. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, and a lot of the times I know it's like, well, yeah, we, especially at this point in life, it's like there's always something else that we could be doing. There's always something on the to do list to check off at this point. It's like, so, um, you, whatever you do with your friends at this point, you're sacrificing. And to be fair, in the middle of summer, it doesn't take much to say, hey, Stephen, do you want a beer in your hand at 2 p.m. in Coeur d'Alene? <laughs> True. True. If, if, and if it's a sunny day. Order, I'm jumping in. And, but, you, and you might see a girl in a swimsuit on the beach, Stephen. Well, no, but it was more than that. It was I could tell you needed it. And, and I actually do think I rearranged a couple of meetings that day uh, just because I could. Yeah. And I yeah. was like, yeah, well, let's go do we do what we got to do. Well, and I think those – actually, we haven't done that since then, I don't think. But – those are, I think, fun and important things to do every once in a while. Yeah. We were chatting. This has nothing to do with friendship as much, but uh, I was chatting with Lauren and then some friends this weekend when we were up in Schweitzer, and, and I was talking about the experiences that you remember as a kid, right? And a lot of the time, the experiences you remember as a kid are the ones that are the most difficult for the parent, mm-hmm. right? They're the ones that take the most amount of work because you got to pack all your bags up. you got to give the kids all their crap and put it in the car, and then you got to drive two hours to get to the mountain to spend one night there, right? But we got up there, and we ordered pizza, and the kids played in the snow, and they loved it and didn't want to come inside, even though their freaking cheeks are all chapped and everything, and their hands are freezing, right? But it's like those are the memories that the kids are going to hold with them for a long time, right? Uh, that was just a random thought that I thought was cool. And it's like Travis and I have talked about it before too. It's like it's really the hardest ones – and, and you'd strive to create these good memories. And it's just, I guess it's the same for friendship. Sometimes it's, you know, it takes work to create good good relationships. And it ca- takes work to create good memories. But yeah. just a random thought I had. Sorry. I have a question for you. And this is something I've run into in previous relationships. Does Lauren have, and you don't have to name him, does Lauren yeah. have any friends that you just are like, I don't like spending time with that person. So that's your person, not our person. Uh... No, no, I mean, no, no. But again, I like almost everybody. <laughs> like, I, sh- I know people don't like me, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I like almost everybody. And, and Lauren and I like similar types of people. So there's no one that Lauren hangs out with that I'm like, oh my gosh, you're an annoying person. Mm-hmm. Um, and we ha- we really do have a varying friend group. I mean, you have friends that are dirt poor to friends that are, you know, super wealthy to friends that are still students in school to friends that are, you know, almost retired. So I ask that because I think 
the people, your friends, often friends of friends are introduced to situations, right? Um, or friends of significant others are introduced to the situation. Yeah. And I've many times been like, had frank conversations like, hey, I'm not saying that you shouldn't spend time with that person. I'm just saying I won't. Yeah. I don't want to. Uh, they're not my kind of person. I can be civil. I can be very uh, colloquial if I need to. But I'm probably going to excuse myself from that situation 99 times out of 100 and not choose to spend time with her. Yeah. And I want to talk about the fact that that's okay as well. It's okay for you not to feel like someone's your cup of tea. Well, you just be respectful mm-hmm. uh, of that, I would say. And, and also, it's, I mean, you don't necessarily need to always go and tell your wife every time she's hanging with her friend how you don't like her friend. No, 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 no. Either, I'm not right? saying that. Yeah. It's like you could just go in and do your own thing, but like, yeah, you know, I'm going to let you guys have some girl time mm-hmm. and I'm going to go do whatever I'm going to go do. But whether it's a significant other or friends as well, I, you know, I do think it's okay to point out, hey, when when you're with that person. You've talked I about see, this with regard to relationships. I see negative character yeah. traits come out. And when you're that person, I don't want to be around you, never yeah. mind around the person that makes that happen. So, you know. I, think I don't. Yeah, no, I see what you're saying, and I can tell you exactly who you're talking about <laughs> from the past. Really? Yeah. Because oh, you I, said I mean, that. I'm talking generally about lots no, of people. Specifically with one couple that you had said that I will not hang out oh, yeah, with yeah, you yeah. two I together. Mean, I wasn't even talking about other couples. I know. But yeah, that, I mean, but that, that was a very, example. yeah, that was a situation yeah. in which you told them, I will not hang out with both of you together because yeah. I don't like who you are together. Individually, you're fine, but I don't like who you are together. Yeah, and I had to tell one of them, hey, I'm not saying choose me or them. I'm just saying that I'll make the choice for you. Just be upfront with me about when. You're trying to put us all in the same the same yeah. location. Yeah, but <laughs> I'll make the choice for you. Another thing that I wanted to talk about, I wrote down here, and part of being a good friend, I think, is being confident in knowing who you are. Um, I think a lot of people struggle with their own insecurities, and those insecurities can hamper friendships, right? I mean, if you're one, oh God, is Stephen out hanging with? With Travis because he doesn't like me and they didn't invite me because I'm I'm a bad golfer and and because they get tired You're of freaking <laughs> see no I am to some degree because it's like so they go out golfing and they didn't invite me like is it because I'm a shitty golfer that they didn't invite me like why didn't I get to go this time I'm like oh yeah I was on that text message stream and I said I can't go but it's like you start to do these but so it's like if if you have insecurities right your friends actions sometimes. They're not ill. They're not trying to be, you know, malicious. Their actions are not trying to be malicious. They're just doing things. They're not even thinking that it's going to hurt you one way or another, right? But it's like if you have any insecurity in one particular area and they make a decision that you think might be oh, against you, oh, God, oh. It's just a funny thing. Like, don't don't overthink friendships. Don't overthink. I always tell people, it's like, don't overthink. What am I trying to say? <laughs> don't overthink it. They don't overthink the dynamics of yeah. it. It's, just, it's like they're, yeah, they're it's just doing it. that and they're just doing that and it doesn't mean that they don't like you or that they think you're goofball, right? Because for the most time... they want you there for good reason. There might be multiple reasons that you weren't invited as well. It's not just that yeah. you said you didn't want to go. Maybe there's two other people and they've got a foursome and you just didn't get invited for that. Maybe you only like to play nine holes and they were going to go and play 18 holes. I feel like this is getting personal so, again. No, I, yeah. no, I'm, I'm trying to be relative to that. Yeah. The other thing no. is that, and this isn't to do with you, sometimes you just need a freaking break from some people and it's like oh, you 100%. always have to hang out as a gaggle. Yeah. 
Well, and if you've been hanging out with somebody a lot, you know, it's like, okay, I'm going to try and hang out with, well, you know, Patrick over here. You touched here. on something that I had written down further down here in my notes. FOMO, fear of missing out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We find our way to social media quite often. But often you look yeah. on, you're like, oh, fuck, those three are always hanging. Why, why did I never get invited to that How rude. party? Why, how come how rude. they play golf every Friday morning? So, well, you've got a standing meeting every Friday morning that you can't come. Now, anytime yeah. you want to come, let us know type thing, you know? Or, yeah, so I think looking at what people are doing all the time yeah. and, one, and feeling left out because you weren't invited, it's not that you weren't necessarily, it's not always we don't want that person there it's just that that's what they were doing had you said hey I've got nothing going on this weekend maybe you did get invited Mm -hmm. you call them up and maybe it's on you maybe you haven't reached out to them for a week yeah and Mm -hmm. they had plans and you just weren't part of those plans so I think often the fear of missing out leads us to the we do this in all relationships not just friendships and we're talking sometimes in, in the workplace yeah business we'll relationships went to lunch and you're like why didn't they invite me to lunch yeah oh my god yeah. are, they, are they conspiring against me are they are they coming from my job do they want my money is it you know whatever it is it's like we, <laughs> the we, dark rabbit we're hole kind of uh conditioned as humans to go to the darkest place right yep. and assume the worst sometimes yeah and that fear of missing out isn't you're not usually no. missing out you know sometimes it's that they have similar interests. They do this thing together. Their wives do this. Their their husbands do this. Their brother, sister, well, uncle. To your it is, point, it's things that you uh, don't want to be part of. Well, and we talk about this, Laura and I do. It's like sometimes we want intentional time, indirect t- time with a, you know a particular. A lot of time we're hanging out with couples, right? So with a particular couple, it's like no, we just want to be able to you know talk to them and learn about like what's new in their life and what they have going on and how their kids are doing, without having you know another couple or two or three other couples uh, hanging out, right? It's like sometimes you just want the one-on-one time. Yeah. Let me talk about this in friendships as well. I think often there's an alpha, whether it be in a, a pair or a group, right? Yeah. And what you see often is people, when they when they um, crave friendship or they crave parity with people, they morph into that alpha or what they think the alpha is like. So the interests become the same, the mannerisms become the same, the positive and negative actions become the same. Mm-hmm. And I would just caution people about that when it comes to your friends. Like, make sure you're evaluating all the time. Is this a person a good influence or a bad influence? On well, you? that goes to that line, like you're the sum of the three people you spend the most time with or what, I don't know if it's three or five or whatever it is, right? But I think that's really true, right? I mean, you think of it like making a soup. You start throwing different ingredients into that soup, it's going to start to taste different. Mm-hmm. So you gotta you gotta be cognizant of of what you're putting in in your soup, what you're dumping in your brain from the people that you're hanging out with. Like uh, my IQ has gone down from hanging out with Stephen. Like I don't know what, <laughs> and I'm cognizant mean, of it though. What he means is how smart he thought he was by hanging out with me because he realizes I'm so much smarter. Not his actual IQ. Yeah, that one. Remember <laughs> <laughs> uh, you talked about us being quick. Yeah. yeah. I've got but, an answer for most things. <laughs> I got. So, I, I, got I was like, I got. So, that's <laughs> good point. Touche. It's not always the right answer. I got an answer. I might regret saying it later on, but <laughs> that's funny. But you know, I think that goes back to what you were just saying to my, my line of like confidence in yourself a little bit too, right? The FOMO thing. And it's like, because if you're always freaking out about missing out, then it's like, well, why? 
Why are you? What's the fear of missing out? Like, are you? Do you not like just being with yourself sometimes? And and if that's the case, maybe you need to just be with yourself and do a little soul searching and determine why. Well, Stephen's looking at me kind of awkwardly right now. Being with yourself. I'm a child. Yeah, you okay? You're doing insane. dirty things in your head. <laughs> Gosh, I was like, why are you looking be at me, kind of? Be with yourself. Just, not like that. Really <laughs> not like that. Good lord. Um, I'm gonna move on now from childish. Sorry. I wanted to talk a little bit about. Um, are you done yet? <laughs> I'm still giggling. <laughs> I see. Okay, I'm just gonna keep talking. So, touch on what a positive and good friendship I think looks like. Um, and then you can you can I have speak that same into question. What okay. criteria? Easy for me to say. <laughs> Your English cri- these last few times is good. What criteria do do you, do you demand of demand um, of friends? I can't speak. <laughs> Dude, just knock it off. Oh. Go get me some more coffee. I'll do this next week. Oh, yeah. So a couple of I wrote down four different words: um, commitment, grace, i.e., agree to disagree, reciprocity, and communication are kind of the four words that came to mind, at least for me. Honesty and integrity, there's six. Okay, honesty and integrity, too. Those are kind of foundational. I'm probably not going to hang out with you if you're not honest, but just saying. Um, commitment, I always say it's like, are you committed to being my friend? That kind of goes with reciprocity, I guess, to some degree. You know, It's like I don't want somebody that is going to just drop me for the next you know, if you and I have a happy hour scheduled and you're like, oh, man, hey, something else came up and I see you out with somebody else, it's like, and, and you didn't tell me why, it's not FOMO. That's just like, that was kind of a dick move, right? It's like, I thought we had a time set to grab a beer together, right? So I want you to be committed to the time that we've said we're going to meet and, the, and just being a friend. And then Grace, knowing that I'm going to screw up, you're going to screw up, we're going to agree to disagree at times, which we've done before. And that you don't hold that against me uh, and that I don't hold it against you. Mm-hmm. So things like, yeah, you know, everybody is their own individual person. And I think that's what makes us likable and hated <laughs> all in one foul swoop at times. So extending each other that grace to be like, he's Steven. That's just who he is. I know he comes across as an asshole. And I'm speaking. This is speaking from the t- reality again. But I think his heart is in the right place, right? reciprocity i already said like hey if i'm the only one that is ever inviting you to to dinner or out to drinks or texting to see how you're doing like i'm going to start to question if you're actually a good friend mm-hmm. <laughs> and the communication when the happy hour does get canceled and i see you out with another person i would have hoped that you would have communicated like hey a deal came up had a client that wants to sit down prospective client like only time they can do it is at four o'clock is it cool if i cancel Right, it's like, oh yeah, no, no problem. We'll get get each other next week or something like that, right? I'm more likely just to invite you to meet the client as well. But <sighs> true, yeah. that's actually true. If you canceled because you wanted to have beers with somebody else, it's like I, I, I don't understand why somebody wouldn't communicate, you know, with me and tell me well, the yeah, reason yeah. and why. It's but like so now you're just yeah, that yeah, that's honesty, right? That's honesty in communication. So it's like, why wouldn't you just communicate and tell me that there's something that I'm doing that is not longer working? Or maybe we go back to that phases of friendship thing, and yeah. it's no longer. Our phase. I know we've had friends that you know don't have kids, and and we see them less because the, they want to go out to a bar with their buddies, right, and hang out. And well, I don't get to see them as much because you know I want to spend time with my kids for one. But also, you start to hang out with people who have the kids who come over for play dates, and it just starts to make a little more sense for the phase of life that you're in. Yeah. Say those four words again. 
Commitment, grace, reciprocity, and communication. So what is cool about them, and I'm going to go somewhere with this, is all four are measurable, right? But I think it's really important. Yeah, I mean, with definition, different degrees. But I think it's really important that you don't keep score. So I wrote down here that the equity is not always equal. Sometimes oh, I need you more than you need me. Yeah. And what you want to avoid in friendships is is keeping that score. Like mm-hmm. I called you six times, you've only called me three times. Like why am I the one always calling you? And it's like, well, hey, that's a third to two thirds. It's really not that much of a disparity. It's just that you might initiate a little more it doesn't mean that they're not initiating or yeah you know the well the, the uh, reciprocity like well i didn't write this on this one but the grace part actually w- went to what you're alluding to right now is like everybody has different giftings mm-hmm. too so extending like hey you know i might be a better communicator and and exactly. more thoughtful in terms of setting meetings so maybe if i do okay and i know at least that you're like ben i really do want to hang out with you but i just suck it like reaching out and scheduling mm-hmm. stuff and I, my brain just does not go there it's not that I don't care about our friendship I just suck at scheduling but I'm really good at committing to things so if you ask me and I see I'm available I'll be there yeah totally and that's so, the thing so the grace is important but again it's, it's different the, levels of equity different specialties different, totally different giftings yeah just don't look at well I gave them five bucks they have to give me five bucks yes. back right don't look at we have really good friends that we go out to dinner with quite frequently Kate and Drew Heider got and uh, we always just split the bill down the middle, right? And and we're never asking, like, well, you got one more drink or, you know, you ate more of the appetizer type thing. It's just like we're not getting all nitpicky. We're like, oh, and our thing's always like we don't keep we don't keep track of, like, that stuff in our friendship. It's like because it doesn't really matter. At the end of the day, it's all going to be even. You might have another drink the next time. We, we might have. You never know. So to share appetizers with. I just eat till they're gone. I'm not counting. Yeah, I know. I've seen you, you eat put nachos down. Everybody's picking around the edges, and I take the big fat one in the middle <laughs> with all the chicken and cheese and good <laughs> shit on it. And every, the people, you like four stick to it, and there's nothing left on the plate. And I'm just looking like what? <laughs> can I? Can I? Can I eat? Can I eat that? Me? But yeah, like my friends know it. Like yeah. I actually one of my friends Tony you've met her she jokes about it all the time she's like I if I'm ordering nachos I'm ordering them for me and you can order your own I'm not sharing with you Steve <laughs> or can we get two separate plates two, not, I want a full order of nachos but on two separate plates this Chicken is his place in mind I go for the drumsticks first and then nobody wants the other one so I'll eat them as well you're such a jerk <laughs> my friends know if they're keeping score they're going to lose every time so no See That's when next time we go out and get dr- in chicken wings, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like make sure like bring it as soon as he goes to the bathroom, and I'm just gonna like put all the chi- all the drumsticks on my plate. I'll take them off your Leave plate. Leave you? No, you won't, you mother trucker. Oh, I will. Oh, I will. So so cool. That, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. Let me ask you about this then. What well, well, what are yours? You asked me the question. My prerequisites. My my yeah. criteria. Yeah. I said commitment, grace, reciprocity, and communication. You had you you, you had some honesty. other words, honesty and integrity. Honesty, yeah, um, honesty is way up there. Like that's, I want brutal honesty. I want you to be able to say, Stephen, you smell, like, and I don't smell. By the way, that's like my one of my biggest fears. Like, if I ever was one of those people that sweated a lot and Stephen, lot, you're unathletic. Um, yeah, but <laughs> shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> If, uh, That's his worst fear. If, uh, <laughs> if, Shut the fuck up. 
yeah I want people that are truly truly honest with me they can say hey dude you you handled this like this this is how it made people feel yeah this is how you can probably adjust that behaviour in the future have you got anything to say about that now I may try and defend it I may acknowledge it um, but I really appreciate that level of honesty yeah when it comes to being my friend you have to be flexible because while I'm committed to I'm interested in everything but committed to very little yep and often and you've you've experienced this where I'll be like look I just don't ha- I'm going to be honest about it but I'm going to say I don't have this in me today no I don't want to go here I don't want to do this um, I'm having a, a Stephen moment being with myself whatever it is but I'm very honest about that stuff and quite often I'll just retract and say hey look I'm not going to be there I'm also I expect the same in return if I invite someone to an un un uh, comfortable situation yeah I expect them to say I don't know that I'm comfortable with that Mm -hmm. I want to have a discussion about it like hey is there anything I can do to make you feel more comfortable is it them is it me is it the location is it is it what we're doing why we're doing it how we're doing it like talk to me yeah. Right. Um, so I guess honesty is up there. Your your list is actually really good. I hadn't made any notes on what my prerequisites were, but yeah, flexibility, honesty. You, you know what I think? The funny thing is, we talk about a lot of these things: friendship, mm-hmm. like platonic and non-platonic relationships, right? Uh, any type of friendship relationship. I think those are kind of the fundamental, foundational things for a, a good relationship. Another thing that kind of talking about relationships and, and friendships is is they permeate so many areas of your life. So I said, and I wrote this down, and it's true and not true, but I think it it definitely holds true for 90% of the time. It's like if you have positive relationships and positive friendships, right, if you have a good marriage and you have a good friend group of people who are your 2 a.m. crew that you can call for a beer, you know, that you're having a good time with and you're on a good standing with it, I think you're going to be a more successful person overall in life. Uh, from both just uh, a business standpoint and work standpoint because you're going to have more energy. I think friends energize you. But then also happiness. I mean, I think if you have a good friend, group of friends that you get to spend time with, that you enjoy spending time with, you're going to be happier. And that happiness um, gives you energy to go out and be more successful. Let me ask you this, and this could backfire. I just want you to think about your very best friend in high school. Yeah. Do you still see them? I do. Often? No. But probably a couple times a year. Is it more more acquaintancy now than it is friend? No, he would still be like part of the 2 a.m. Like if I called him up and said, dude, I'm stuck out here in the middle of nowhere, he would drive out and pick me up. Cool. All right. So, And him, him and I have known each other since grade school. So mm-hmm. that one is a little harder. Like, yeah. But the frequency is much less now. No, but you've established he lives far south out in Spangle mm-hmm. and, and works you know, different hours, and I'm way up north. But I think the reason I ask that is I think so many people, when they're younger, they think this is my friend group and we're going to be friends and grow old and die together. And there's some people that do that. And, but it's, I would say it's... Look at Shelby Wolf's yeah. husband and the friends from Central Valley, like yeah. our analyst Ryan and our... One of our employees, Shelby's husband, like those guys hang out together. They are best buddies from high school. They're still best buddies. I think that's the exception, though. That's not the No, it, but it's weird. Often we move away. <laughs> it is weird. Often we move away. Often we grow apart. 
often with boyfriends and girlfriends and people break up and you get you get them in the divorce and we get her in the divorce yes and, yeah you know it's life gets complicated but my point is that don't get stuck in the past and think that your friend group now is your friend group forever and that leads me into that's the phases though too yeah, that leads me yeah. into two two questions question okay. one what do you how do you move on from toxic friendships and obviously you're not just going to be like i'm breaking up with you as a friend like i joked about at the start of this yeah well i'm, I'm moving on i don't want to talk to you don't call <laughs> yeah. me lose my number you're an asshole. i hate start, you right so talk to me about that well, well i think i kind of already shared with you like lauren and i whether not that they were toxic friendships they just weren't friendships that were necessarily uh you know productive for the phase where we're at in life so it's like we're just not going to reach out to them just schedule anymore if they reach out to us all of our friends are good people right all of our acquaintances are good people. i don't really i don't know i just don't hang out with shitty people <laughs> to, to say it i mean they're just not going to be someone that is even going to be an acquaintance of mine mm -hmm. that i'm going to give the time of day to so it's like all of my acquaintances are awesome people my friendships wonderful people right but there's only so much time in the day and so much in the way of like your own individual interests that I need to hang out with the people that <clears throat> want to reciprocate and want to spend time with us and that have common interests and that love us, right? Mm -hmm. So for those people that didn't fall into that, just stopped calling. Yeah, You know, every once in a while you just say, hey, thinking about you, hope you're doing well and maybe we'll see you on the streets. But That's interesting. Uh, I've definitely had toxic friends. Um, acquaintances and friends and I think obviously our backgrounds are very different when I moved to Spokane I moved here for him with a girl right uh, we broke up and I went on a year-long bender I drank a lot um, every night of the week basically and the people that I was associating with then I probably wouldn't class them as friends now I, they're not people that I would necessarily allow into my life on a on a grand scale yeah. now our, our actions were similar at the time in that I drank a lot, was didn't want to be at home basically. I was in a bad place emotionally. And yeah, so I think at different parts of your life, toxicity can seem good. Mm -hmm. It doesn't, you don't know it's toxic until you kind of move on from it. Yeah. Right? So I wouldn't change anything that I've been through, but I certainly don't want to associate with those people on a regular basis anymore. Yep. Um, well, and. and not, not that they're toxic, you know, from a toxic relationship, but I think if you have a vision for where you want your life to go and what you want it to look like, you need to surround yourself yeah. with people that have similar interests and trajectories, mm -hmm. right? And, and again, this might not be something that you can um, relate to from a professional sense, but I was, at that same time, I was transitioning from the soccer company to the soccer club, and thankfully there was a little spot there where I didn't do anything for a few months so I had the the grace if you like to, to kind of let loose but then once the, the soccer club thing came around I really did have to adjust my habits and it was like whoa alright can't do this every night yeah yeah um, and there's so, and you're going to be thrusted into those time periods I guess what I'm saying is that the best way to, to deal with a toxic friendship or a toxic relationship is pull yourself out of it rip the band-aid and guess well, what? It's going to be weird for other people. They're going to think yeah. you're weird when you're saying, I don't want to be here. I don't want to do that. No, I'm, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. But for you, as long as you can reconcile it in your own mind, that's all that matters. As long as you feel good about what you're doing. I'll say this, though. 
you might not even know that you're in a toxic relationship. So you also have to be, I'm not sure what the word is, uh, open enough to hearing from another friend that you are in a toxic relationship, right? I mean, in a lot of times when we hear about toxic relationships, it's with regard to like boyfriend, girlfriend type thing, right? Mm-hmm. So that could be the case. But you could also just have a toxic friendship. Like, I mean, if Steven's got a buddy that he's hanging out with and he's constantly, you know, smacking upside the back of the head, making fun of him, going after his clients, like taking Steven's stuff that he's doing <laughs> and trying and going to land his clients. And Steven's just like, oh, he's a great guy. And I'm going to smack Steven upside the back of the head in a positive way and say, this guy's screwing you. Like, you need to knock it off. He's not being good to you. Uh, you need to cut him out and not share any information with him anymore, right? And it's sometimes you risk a friendship, a good friendship, to help your friend get out of a toxic friendship because they might, it's like a, you know people that struggle with addiction. You know, they're going to push you away if you're the thing that is coming in between them and their addiction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And often bad people, people that have lower self-esteem but kind of just don't have good intentions, they're gonna surround themselves with people and belittle them and use them and feed off of their goodness and just don't let yourself be that. Don't let that happen. So here's here's the next part of the question then. Okay. How do you, let's say you walk away, you torch the bridge, you're walking forward with a light from the bridge, right? What do you, how do you meet new people and how do you build solid, good new friendships? And it's natural for you and I to meet. Yeah, people. no. But, let's say but it doesn't make it any it less scary. Do it the way we do it. I would say identify what your interests are and go and put yourself out there. And it's scary and it's risky and it's very uncomfortable. But I've the first time you do it's going to be super uncomfortable to just walk into a group. We'll say that you're you like yoga, right? And you go to a yoga class, and the first time you don't know anybody in the yoga class, but you chat with the person next to you. Say, hey. How's your day going? Like, oh, man, this pose is sucks. I always struggle with this pose and laugh, right? Or something like that. Like, build those commonalities and share those commonalities. And then next time you go, you see the same person. They introduce you to another person. So it's like some of it's just time, I think. Yeah. You know, and friendships grow with time and, and, and all bonds grow stronger with time, positive ones and negative ones. But uh, it's it's putting yourself out there and taking risks. I mean, I know for some young folks that are in their late 20s, that are like, why am I not in a, in, in a, like a loving relationship at this point? And I'm like, well, because you go home in the evenings and you hang out at home and you sit on the couch and you don't try to like take any initiative to go out and find someone. Like relationships take initiative. I'm not talking about you, Steven, specifically. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking at me with a kind of interesting. <laughs> so I, th- I like where you started with that, but I'll expand it a little bit. So similar interests. That's mm-hmm. that's a really great place to start. But I think more than that, you have to. So we're always talking about surrounding yourself with similar minded people, right? Not just I don't mean in opinions. I mean, in terms of interests, values. Yeah. And it's it, more than hey, I might like yoga or I like going to the gym or whatever it is. What kind of people do you want to be like? Mm-hmm. All right. Is there, a, is there a community that is set up for that? Is there people that like, people that want to learn more about certain topics? Can you, can you join 
a meetup because there's an app for that. Did you know that called Meetups? Mm-hmm. And it's like I'm into this, this, and this, and there's a meetup for that. Yeah, I could go to a car club. Because um, people like car club. Are you cars. a single parent? Maybe you can bond with somebody over that. And yeah, it's, totally. So I think beyond just what similar interests do we have? I think there's more like what kind of person do I want to be? Who is that kind of person, and how can I put myself in the proximity of those kinds of people more mm-hmm. often? Mm-hmm. So, no, again, like it starts with interest, but it's more than that. Oops. It's greater. So here's a concept for you. I heard Mel Robbins okay. talking about friendship. Five-second um, rule. Yep. Look at you. You did remember who Mel Robbins was. You're getting better at this. Of course I know who Mel Robbins is. Five, four, three, two, one, go. Go! And so, you don't count one to five because you can keep counting. You count five to one because you can't go after zero. No negatives. You watched her TED Talk. You didn't read the book, did you? I think I've read her book. I can't. Dude, I've read I don't even know um, anymore, <laughs> to be honest. About friendships being like trees and uh-huh. roots, right? Uh-huh. And she's, this plays into the seasonal part of this as well, to where if you think about it, in the summer, you're a bloom, right? There's tons of leaves. There's, you know, it's easy to, to be surrounded by... Ben's taking a picture of us as we're talking. What are you doing with your mouth? Trying to make my face not look so puffy. <laughs> your face is puffy. <laughs> and now he's saying hello to me with a middle finger. So anyway, um, she uh, she talks about the, the the seasonal nature of trees. Leaves in the summer, empty in the winter. You know, sometimes they're big, sometimes they're small. Sometimes it looks like they're close together. Sometimes it looks like they're far we, What are we talking about? Sometimes they're big. Some, okay. Just anyway, if you look up Mel Robbins talking about friendships, there you go. Why are you doing this? Why are you taking pictures? Because the candid shots are better. All of a sudden, you're interested in taking pictures. <laughs> 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 and you said, I'm never going to get a picture of you. That one's not bad. Your face doesn't even look as round as it really is. Wow. I'm 10 pounds <laughs> down since Christmas, by the way, so fuck you for <laughs> Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> oh, I should be. So there you go. I know. Ten pounds down, and I'm stronger. A good man. So good take man. that. Stick that in your pipe and smoke it. I don't have a pipe. Exactly. Now you're gonna take a picture of me. I let me get some color in my cheeks. <laughs> Did you get that? The the horrible noise. I'm sorry. Ben's been an asshole the last few yeah. minutes. <laughs> So, but we're friends and you love me anyways. When you're asleep. Oh, wow. I won't take that personal. <laughs> you should have meant it personally. I'm going to nut punch you later. In what little tiny nuts you have. <laughs> why, why all this toxic masculinity, Ben? Because <laughs> I'm masculine. Are you trying to convince you or me? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> or our listeners. <laughs> Because <laughs> the more you drink, hey. the more feminine you become. The, I'm the only one that's married here with children. Yeah, but the more you drink, the more feminine you become. Feminine? Yes. Feminine? Effeminate. Effeminate? Effeminate is a word. Are you going to make me look this up? <laughs> Probably. Okay. You don't I mean, you're already looking it up. I didn't even ask you to look it up, but you're already looking it All up. All right. So have we talked enough about friendship? If you get anything you would add... No, I mean, just in all areas of life, I'd give yourself a little grace with friendships, right? And and give your friend grace. I mean, nobody's perfect. At the end of the day, nobody's perfect. Everybody just tries their best. And, you know, every once in a while, 
kind of maybe think about what your friends are going through and and i'll make i'll make a reminder in my phone by the way just a little hint sometimes like if i have a random thought about like you know what i need to reach out to steven uh just to touch base see how he's doing but i can't do it in that moment i will i will put a reminder in for like 5 30 p.m like hey text steven touch base just to see how he's doing right like i use the reminders phone in my phone a lot because i know the same thing yeah because i know people have thoughts like oh while they're driving like oh man I, i i need to I really need to reach out to Travis or Patrick or whatever, and just schedule a beer with them. So I'll say, "Hey, blah 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 blah." So schedule a time, you know, schedule a time at nine to reach out to Patrick to schedule lunch for next week or something. I do the same thing. I've actually changed as well. I used to text people, "I'm on the other line. I'll call you back." Yeah, I still do that occasionally. But now, more often than not, I'll let it go to voicemail, and then when it pops up that there's a missed call, I'll have it remind me when I leave or remind me in 15 minutes, 20 minutes, an hour, whatever it is. Because I felt like when I was texting people, I'm on the line, I'll call you back, I end up on long phone calls quite often. And well, then you would forget. Three or four missed calls. Yeah, I'll you call did that to me back, a lot. Yeah. yeah. So and um, Travis will go, Travis Pop will say, like, I'm on the other line, I'll call you back shortly. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, like 10 minutes goes by, 15 so minutes. Got, like, then half the day, I'm like, yeah. half the day, Pop. It's been half a day and you haven't called me back. I looked up a feminine for you. What's it's, it? A, it's an adjective and it's derogatory, just so you know. And I'm proud of oh, the fact cool. that it's a derogatory That's term. Of a man. That is toxic masculinity right there. Characteristics regarded as typical of a woman. Unmanly. Effeminate. Hmm. Do you want hmm. to use it in a sentence? No. Ben can be very effeminate. <laughs> he drinks a lot of alcohol. <laughs> 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 I am like a woman, you're saying, when I drink a lot of alcohol? No, I'm saying you're effeminate. You have kind of... The characteristics of a woman? Tendencies. And that would be derogatory? So you're saying women's actions and tendencies are derogatory? No, I'm saying that you don't yeah. want to be like a woman, but you kind of act like a woman. Maybe I want to be like a woman. I like women. I like women too. But you don't like me when I drink, so you don't like the tendencies of a woman. According to your argument, I am not like a woman. <laughs> Until the next time, be good to yourselves and <laughs> to each other. But not Steven. Yeah. Before we go, can you guys like, review, share, and say, hey, this is good. You should listen to it. Our listener numbers have been very, very good, and we appreciate it. Yeah, it's absolutely. But, um, yeah. Anything to add, Benny Boo? I don't know if Stephen and I are still friends after he called me effeminate, but you know. How ironic we talked about friendship and then you're like, we're not friends anymore. We're not friends anymore. <laughs> go back to Scotland, you little. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go and make fun of Ben off air now because I can use better words that are uh, a little more offensive. Mm, I'm not going to tell Stephen what I think of him. I don't want to see him cry. He'll do it once we're off air. So until the next <laughs> time, be good to yourselves 